The chief of the Ithaca Police Department stepped forward and leaned into a microphone. He was familiar to anyone who'd lived and worked in the area as long as I had. A good man, the scuttlebutt had it, and an honest one. His manner was direct, uncompromising, and succinct. Veterinarian Benjamin Grasley of the Canandaigua Equine Clinic was forty-six years old. He had been traveling north on Route 96 and stopped at a gas station in the town of Covert. He was shot to death at approximately 7.15 a.m. He left a widow and two children. A cacophony of shouts erupted from the mass of reporters, but Rita herself shouted the word that the entire room had feared to hear. Sniper! For my sisters, Whit Hairston and Cynthia Whitaker, Esquire. Prologue Larky Schumacher upended the stainless steel bucket onto the gravel drive and let the iodine solution splash over his rubber boots. He slung the empty bucket and sopping sponges into the cargo hold of his Ford Expedition and pulled the hatch shut. It'd be a good idea to leave those bandages on the foreleg alone until I see the horse again, he said. He was a big man with strong hands and the weathered complexion that characterizes most large animal veterinarians. The sullen sixteen-year-old slouched in front of him, shrugged, and tucked her hands into her breeches' pockets. Whatever, she said. The insolence in the tone made Larky's palm itch. He stood still a moment, took a breath, and relaxed. His kids had been this age once, although not this truculent. Never this truculent. Larky let his gaze drift over the lush green pastures and the artfully silvered three-bar fences of the McClellan estate. He fixed on a double oxer jump, planted smack in the middle of the riding arena, and stood frowning at it. Stephanie, he said, deliberately not looking at her, you're pretty sure you can't tell me how Beecher got those sores on his neck? How should I know? she flared. Lice, probably. Too many sparrows in the barn. And if you've got sparrows, you've got lice. Everybody knows that. All I know is Beecher'd scratch himself bald if I didn't tie him down. He glanced briefly at her, then looked away. We've agreed that he'll be turned out until the wounds on his neck dry up. You aren't going to tie him down any more. Stephanie narrowed her eyes. Two spots of color burned high on her cheekbones. Her thin back was rigid. All that sun'll bleach his coat. We're going to be riding at Earlstown in three weeks. That is, if you're a good enough vet to get that lump on his cannonbone healed up, his coat'll be a mess. Put a turnout sheet on him, then, Larky said. Just get him outside. I don't, he repeated, without emphasis, want him tied down any more. Fine. And you'll turn him out as soon as I leave? I said I would, all right. Let me alone. After nearly twenty years in the horse business, Larky knew when to give it up. He nodded. Okay. Your father wanted me to give the Angus their spring shots. I'll go do that now, unless you'd like a hand turning Beecher out. She stared him down. Larky slid into the driver's seat and drove the short distance to the small cowshed that held Brewster McClellan's prize Angus bull and heifer. Stephanie watched him haul his black bag out of the back seat. 
her face impassive. Suddenly she took off, toward the huge Italianate house that burdened the rise behind the riding arena. So poor Beecher wasn't going to get turned out after all, he shook his head. Going back to confront her was counterproductive. She'd blow up, run to her father, and he'd lose a wealthy client before he even started. He was already on thin ice with her mother, who had been frantically insistent that he come and see the horse this morning. The hell with it. He'd take care of the cows and shove off. It took him longer than it needed to. Someone had opened the double doors leading to the turnout paddock, and the cattle roamed at large in the big fenced area. Neither Sampson nor Delilah was interested in getting a quick dose of antitoxin. But he wasn't in a rush, and the morning was a gold and blue celebration of life. And Larky took a moment to scratch the big bull between the ears before he packed up to leave.